Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fuel to Fry podcast. How are you all doing today? Are we good? Are we feeling good? Update on how I'm feeling. If you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, I actually got COVID. So, you know, that's that's. it was a rough time for me. I felt like pure death for a couple of days. And then some days I felt like COVID was non-existent. Um, but I'm fully out of isolation now, trying to ease myself back into normal normal living, normal reality, I guess you can call it, easing myself back into training, easing myself back into work, but of course everything I'm doing with work, everything I'm doing with my training has been reduced, so I don't get overly tired and fatigued, even though I still am getting overly tired and fatigued, and it's kind of frustrating me in a sense, I don't know, I'm just really taking this week easy, but also guys, like, where the hell did Christmas come? Like, where's it, like, all of a sudden, it's just here. I mean, I get it. I've probably lost the week of reality and all of a sudden, like, Christmas is next week. Like, hello? I'm not mentally prepared. Physically? Yeah, maybe, but not mentally. Like, where the hell's it come from? Has anyone else thought that Christmas has just come, like, way too soon? I mean, every year it comes, like, really fast, but this year it's just like, whoa, here we are, Christmas time. Like, I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on Christmas. Are you excited for Christmas? I'm excited for Christmas. I'm hosting Christmas dinner for my close family this year and I am not prepared for that. So this coming days, I really need to knuckle down, finalize my menu, get all the ingredients and yeah, this is, I'm just so excited for this. But anyways, today is my last episode around the festive season okay to help you guys prep and prepare yourselves and you know because I want the best I want you guys to have the best Christmas ever okay around food around mindset and all of that sort of stuff and that's why I've been producing a lot of like festive like Christmas themed episodes that have to do with like your mindset around food and approaching Christmas like family and friends and comments and food itself but today I really want to touch on food guilt okay and the food guilt that may arise after Christmas or you know in this festive season that we're in okay festive parties going on Christmas lunch the day after that's what I really want to talk about today is that guilt that food guilt that shame of oh my god I can't believe I ate this much I feel so bad and just all these feelings coming up and just this drive to restrict and you know have this new new year's resolution to go on a diet which is literally the common common occurrence and I will be doing a a couple of uh, new year's resolution episodes in the coming weeks leading into 2023 so stay tuned for that because you know my thoughts on new year's resolutions especially ones around like health, diet, exercise and well-being is just like, let's throw them in the bin. Let's just reframe it for a sec. Hey, and like today I really wanted to sit down with you all and just like help you guys manage and deal with this food guilt that may come about after Christmas time. Okay. To help you guys just remain positive and hopefully enjoy Christmas for all that it is and not let food ruin it for you okay now again I do apologize if I still sound a little bit sick you know I don't feel sick but like sometimes I get a little nasally sometimes my I get out of breath 
I'm noticing that in training this week, I'm like, holy shit, I can't even row 1,000 metres anymore without me just going, <laughs> I'm like, oh god, it's really had an effect on me, but um, let me just quickly give you guys, well, do I have a recommendation this week? Hmm. I can tell you what I've been watching. As everybody has been watching, I did watch the first three episodes of Harry and Meghan's docuseries on Netflix. Honestly, kind of underwhelming the first three. Like, I was just like, I know this. Like, well, there's nothing special here. And tonight, they're dropping the final three. So I'm like, okay, they better be dropping some bombshells tonight. Otherwise, that is a waste of like $100 million or whatever they sign with Netflix. That's just insane. That's a lot of money. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping for some drama about them because for some reason I, I do like the drama with the royal family. Um, my mum absolutely loves the royal family. So we'll be sitting down watching that tonight as it drops on Netflix. Um, but yeah, the first three episodes were so underwhelming. I'm just like, oh, okay, what a waste of money. Bye. <laughs> um, but other than that, what else have I done? Is that the only thing I've watched? I, I'm, I don't think I've, oh, I'm watching Cap and Kim. Guys, okay, if you are not from Australia, you probably don't know what the hell Cap and Kim is. It is just like Australia wrapped up in like this wholesome TV show. <laughs> it is just so funny. So funny. I haven't watched it fully. Like I've watched a few episodes where it used to be aired on TV here in Australia, but like it's on Netflix and I'm just like, wow, this is pure gold. This is just literally like Australian culture, like way back in the 2000s. Oh, it's just bringing back so much more memories. But anyways, enough of that. Um, recommendations, if you haven't watched Cap and Kim, watch it. If you haven't watched Harry and Meghan's docuseries, you know, you can if you want. But like, let's hope the final three episodes drop some major bombshells. Anyway, let's shut up and get right on with the episode. Now, as I've already kind of discussed a lot in the past couple of weeks about the festive season, this time of year usually brings about that sense of comfort, brings our families, our friends back together. Maybe it brings back some nostalgia, okay? Maybe some certain traditions we do with cousins and family and that sort of stuff. Pleasure, enjoyment. But simultaneously, it can also, you know, have some lingering food guilt. And so maybe some body preoccupation tied in there as well. Maybe some stress, some fear, some nervousness around this holiday. Okay, again, depending on your situation, where you're at, your current mindset, your family situations, financial situation, that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it can bring like two different things to the party. And both of them are valid. Okay, both of them, you know, I've experienced both of them. Okay, just last year, I was more on the negative side, you know, but in particular, as I said, today we are going to touch on food guilt, okay? In this time, we tend to, well, it's very common as well, to loosen ourselves up, to be in quote-unquote holiday mode and just like you know, have this mindset of, okay, cool, it's Christmas time, let's enjoy food, let's drink, let's hang out with friends, family, celebrate, you know, the, the sensation of, like, letting loose, in a sense, okay, it's a time, it's like the silly season, 
I guess that's why it's called the silly season. Whatever, okay, because we all, you know, let loose, woohoo, let's have fun. Mmm, that's the word, fun. Okay, and that's to be expected, okay? We're allowed to have fun. In case you didn't know, we're allowed to have fun. I feel like once we grow up and become adults, you know, fun is just out the picture. Fun is for children. But guys, you're allowed to have fun, okay? That's what I'm reminding myself. I'm only 23, but I think I need to be, like, on top of the world, successful, you know, that typical, like, you know, high-ranking person. But it's just like, hang on, let's bring some fun back into life, all right? Fun is to be expected within this festive season, okay? But along with this, there becomes a really hefty dose of food preoccupation. And especially for someone who does not have the best relationship with food and doesn't really have the best mindset and approach to food, especially around these celebrations, Christmas time. Okay, now some common things that can manifest as a result of having this you know, unhealthy mindset and relationship with food is food shaming. Okay, food shaming in the types of foods you're eating, but also shaming yourself. Okay, and this sort of narrative can kind of sound like this. Oh, why did I eat so much? Oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Where the hell is my self-control? Or it can even come from comments, and I did discuss this in a um, previous episode, can come from comments from family members and friends. You know, maybe your mother saying, oh, well, that second serving of dessert doesn't really help, does it? Mm." Like, even saying that, it's just like, oh my god, I just want to hit you in the head. Like, who the hell cares? But that is a common mindset of someone who shames themselves for eating particular foods. Okay? Food guilt. Okay? It can also look like adopting an all-or-nothing mentality towards eating and drinking. Okay? Going hard, going home, because it's Christmas time. Oh, this is the only time I get to eat whatever it is I want. It's the only time I can let loose and drink however much I want. Alright? Again, this mindset is not a mindset we want to have around eating and drinking. And if you'd like to know more about how you can step away from this mindset, I did do a whole episode. Um, It was on uh, uh, really good or bad foods, and I really dive deep into the all-or-nothing mentality around food. So check that out. I don't know what number episode it is, but highly recommend. Okay? Then it can even look like going into that new year with the mindset of, okay, we're going on a diet in January. Right? That's a common thing we hear, guys. And this is really where diet culture just gets their bang, gets their bucks. Okay? This festive season, it's disgusting, but really, this festive season, you know, the diet culture industry really likes to turn up the volume to, like, the maximum level. Okay? And then this is the time where they just funnel out articles, funnel out you know, media sites on, you know, Sunrise and the Today Show, all about the latest weight loss trends and the hottest exercise regimes. And then it just leaves us questioning, like, oh, maybe I should do that. Oh, maybe I should try this diet. Oh, you know, I feel so shitty about Christmas. You know, I ate so much this Christmas. I had no self-control. It's time to get myself back on track this January. Does this sound familiar to you guys? Does this sound familiar? 
does, you know, the commentary around what you ate for Christmas, lunch, sound familiar? Does this all or nothing mentality, going hard, going home, sound familiar? Does this need for you to go on this diet when January 1st hits sound familiar? All right, this is a massive role that diet culture has played here. Persuaded us to think that we can't enjoy Christmas, that we only have limited opportunities to celebrate and eat the foods that we enjoy, and that we, we, we're wrong for enjoying ourselves. So we need to go punish ourselves by going on a diet or exercising way more than we can actually handle. Okay? You've probably engaged in these type of behaviours in some way. I know I have. 100%. I'm happy to admit that. I've been heavily influenced by diet culture. Haven't we all? Especially around Christmas time. Like, I heavily remember, especially when I was young, which is even sadder, like, feeling the need to further cut back on my intake come, you know, the 1st of January, trying out, you know, the latest uh, fitness workouts, which back then, when I was a teenager, was Kayla Itzina's Bikini Body Guide. Does anyone remember that? Like, honestly, I swear, every teenager at my high school was into the Bikini Body Guide. And, like, somehow I found, like, a free download of it on the internet, and I was just like, wow, I feel so good right now. And, like, that was the hot thing at the time. And I thought, oh, my God, this is exactly what I need to do. Like, and I did I did I completely do it all the way through? Hell no. I think I gave up after the first workout because it was just, <laughs> I it was just so bad. But anyways, moving on. Food guilt arises as a result of our, you know, relationship with food, our mentality around food. If we believe that certain foods are good for us and that other foods are bad for us, in a sense. You know, really having that idea that our self-worth is tied to how we look and how much we weigh. Okay, and another, well, the most important thing, I should say, that I want you guys to remember is this. You have done absolutely nothing wrong by eating food. Absolutely nothing wrong. Okay? If you were to look up the definition of guilt as a whole, it usually means that we've done something wrong. So, you know, kill someone, crash into someone's car, steal something. Okay? Those are valid reasons as to why we should feel guilty. Yeah, for killing someone, hell yeah, you should be feeling guilty. That is murder, my friend. Okay? But for eating... Why on earth are we feeling guilty for eating when we need to eat food in order to thrive, to survive, to live our very best lives? You've done absolutely nothing wrong. It's not a bad thing to eat because we simply need food to survive. Okay? Sit with that for a second. Sit with that. And honestly, when I tell people this, when I tell my clients who struggle with certain things around food and their guilt around food, okay, I tell them this, all right, and it helps them put their mindset in a different perspective around food guilt, okay? So if you need to re-listen to what I've just said, you know, rewind, play it again, 
alright, but you have done absolutely nothing wrong by eating food. And if you've eaten more food than usual, that's okay. We're human. That's a normal eating behaviour. That's unfortunately demonised. That's a normal part of eating. It's okay. It's okay. But now I'm going to go through a few ways in which you guys can not be wrapped up in food guilt after the festive season. Okay, after Christmas Day, you know, you've eaten delicious lunch that your grandma has prepped and prepared and cooked all day or all Christmas Eve or whatever she does. My grandma does it all Christmas Eve. So we actually have a cold lunch, which is kind of kind of good in a sense, because here in Australia, our Christmases are normally like super duper hot. So I am not feeling like like a really hot meal. So shout out to my grandma for pulling through each and every year. She's an absolute legend. But here are a few things that will help you guys navigate this food guilt this festive season so you can actually enjoy Christmas, not feel bad about all the foods you've eaten and to move on and to not feel like you need to jump on the next diet trend, exercise trend come January. Tip number one is to tune into your hunger cues. Okay, so our hunger cues will help let us know when we're hungry, when we're satisfied, and when we're full. All right? And if we let all these food rules, all this diet talk, all of that sort of stuff dictate how we eat around Christmas time, it will become super duper difficult to actually tune into our bodies and understand if it is hungry, if it is truly satisfied, or if it's full. But, and, you know, as a result of this unhealthy mindset around food, you know, having these restrictions, rules, and that sort of stuff, this is a massive contribution, a contributor, to overeating and food guilt. Okay, that chatter, that noise, that diet mentality. All right? Tuning into our hunger, tuning into our bodies, is one of the most important things you can do to relieve and to reduce that food guilt and that need to overeat and restrict in a sense that cycle that we do not want to be in okay so a way in which you guys can do this is to approach food in a more intuitive sense asking yourself okay what is it that I really want to eat right now what will make me feel satisfied what am I truly craving okay do this before before eating, you know, during your eating the meal and afterwards. You know, once you finish the meal, am I still hungry? Do I still want dessert? Do I not want dessert? Am I feeling full? What are the signs that your body is giving you? Alright, is it telling you, Emma, we're so hungry, give me more of that pavlova. Or you're feeling full, it's like, look, I really, like, I really want it, but like, oh, like, my stomach no like i'm done and just know that leftovers are a thing guys leftovers are a thing that's the best part of christmas right leftovers correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> but this kind of practice especially if you're new 
to intuitive eating in a sense it can require a bit of practice tuning into your body understanding what it needs its hunger fullness satisfaction okay and a a handy tool that I like to use is the hunger and fullness scale so one to ten one being like absolutely ravenous physically ill oh my god I'm gonna pass out to ten being like I'm so stuffed, physically full, I'm going to vomit, okay? Ideally, you want to be around the, you know, the three to about six, seven range, where three to four is like, okay, I'm, my stomach is growling, I'm hungry, let's eat. Where around six and seven is just like, okay, yep, I'm satisfied, I'm full, I I don't want to eat anymore, that's it, okay? We want to remain in that, that neutral zone where possible, Okay? That is a really good scale for you to navigate where your hunger and fullness levels lie. Alright. Now, if you do want additional resources on this, you can check out my Instagram, EmmaClark underscore nutrition, for more on the hunger and fullness and that sort of stuff. Tip number two is to focus on the experience of eating. And I did touch on this in last week's episode on eating out. But this is the same for the festive season, okay? Mindful eating. And you might be rolling your eyes being like, oh, mindful eating, just shut up about that. I know I have to mindful eat. But it is a helpful tool for you to focus on the experience of eating and not getting wrapped up in, oh my God, this is going to make me fat. I don't know how many calories this is. Oh my God, I have to burn this off tomorrow. Oh my God, okay. It is you sitting down, focusing on the food in front of you, and getting immersed in the sensory experience of eating. Okay, so taking the time to really look at it, you know, it's a really appealing meal. I mean, look, it's chocolate, it's berries, it's cream. Like, hell yeah, it looks beautiful. MasterChef standard. The smell, its aroma, all right, feel the texture. All right, is it crunchy? Crunchy roast potatoes, yum. Or is it like soft, you know, light, airy cheesecake? I don't even think that's the texture of a cheesecake, but moving on. It's taste. Is it sweet? Is it sour? Is it salty? Focus on that because remember, guys, food is just so much more than fuel and nourishment, okay? Let's look at what food provides us and look at it from a sensory point of view. All right. And eating in this way, focusing on the sensory aspects, being mindful of what we're eating, looking at the experience of the whole, often magnifies just how delicious the meal is. And when it comes to Christmas time, we are provided with so much good, delicious food. So why not why not focus on that? Why not focus on that? Focus on the fact that you have access to a quantity of delicious food prepped by your family. All right. Other thing, if you are really struggling with eating, you know, a particular meal or, you know, finishing a particular meal and feeling that guilt come about, all right, if any of those worries enter your mind, a helpful tip is to actually focus on what the other people are around you are saying about the meal. So what is your mum thinking about the meal? What is she saying about it? What is your grandma thinking about it? What are the expressions on their faces? 
what's the energy what's the vibe you feel in the room as everyone's eating dessert what joy is in this moment right now that is a really a really liberating tip if any food guilt any food worry comes to mind Okay, and especially if people around you are not strongly with their relationship with food, you know, maybe your family have a really, and they represent a really good relationship with food, and they just eat freely, whatever the hell they want, they listen to their bodies, okay? Have a look at how they're acting, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, their expressions, alright? Have a go this Christmas. I challenge you. Tip number three, and I again, I did touch on this in last week's episode, is to keep the routine where you can. So, you know, we have several different holiday festivities within December. You know, some of us have work parties, Friendsmas, is that how you say it? And then you have like full-on Christmas, okay? Our social calendars are kind of booked and we may be experiencing more of these occasions. And again, that is completely okay. All right, but this is not the opportunity for you to start skipping meals or saving up calories in your appetite for Christmas or for the party, all right? No. No, 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 no. All right, instead, try and keep regular eating patterns in check. Your normal routine of eating where possible, okay? So it's going to keep you more fueled, more calm, more in control, more steady. All right, eat regularly across the day and avoid skipping meals in lead up to the events all right especially afterwards so the day after christmas boxing day if you feel like you've eaten too much this is not the time for you to go restrict breakfast okay because our hunger is only just going to kick into overdrive we become in this ravenous state because we're restricting ourselves for long periods of time, then when we decide, oh my god, I can't handle this anymore, I need food, like, ASAP, we tend to eat more than what we've intended to, overeating in a sense, alright? Again, the day after, sticking to normal eating behaviours, regular eating, every three to four hours, breakfast, snack, leftovers for lunch, snack, leftovers for dinner, because we're going to be eating leftovers for several days, am I right? Yeah, I'm right. Tip number four, and this one is about food comments, which, you know, we can't control this one. We can't control this one, but we can control our feelings and our reaction to it, all right? And it is, you know, I've experienced this. It is very uncomfortable to receive a comment about a meal we're eating from someone that you love to And experience judgment about what we're eating from someone else can lead to feelings of shame and guilt. So really, you know, something out of our control is not really helping the situation here of feeling guilty around food. And, you know, maybe while this person may be intending to come from a place of love or care, all right, at the end of the day, it's absolutely none of their business on how much you're eating, what you're eating, when you're eating, okay? You're allowed to have extra if you want. You're allowed to eat the amount that you want without someone trying to force you to eat more. You're allowed to enjoy it, okay? You're allowed to reject it as well, all right? This is where you need to be strong within yourself, have some confidence, stand up for yourself, all right? And if someone does say something that feels a little bit judgmental, 
being like, uh, what, Auntie Susan? What are you telling me right now? And if you are comfortable doing so, okay, if you are confident doing so, challenge that statement, deflect that statement. Respond to it in a manner that, you know, feels good to you. You you be the leader here. You be like, look, you know, thanks for offering me more, but, you know, I'm, I'm totally feeling satisfied right now. I'm happy with how my plate looks. You know, this is so delicious, Auntie Susan. This is so delicious, so thank you so much, but I'm happy with the amount I've got. If someone tries you to cut back on the carbs, reflect and say, do you actually know that carbs are a really, you know, our body's preferred source of energy and they taste so delicious too. Do you want some? I mean, that's a little challenging to them, isn't it? But like, hey, if you're confident and comfortable doing that, do it. All right. But navigate these food judgments, these food comments where possible. Okay. And just know that it means absolutely nothing about you. It's just a reflection of them. And while you don't have that control over it, you do have the control of how you react and how you respond and whether or not you take that on board. And yeah, this one does take some practice. And if you are in a vulnerable state, yeah, you're more likely to not handle this in the appropriate manner. But do the best you can. Always, with everything. All right? Okay, my last tip for you guys is centered around New Year's resolutions. And I want you to rethink your new excuse me, New Year's resolutions. So, if you're experiencing food guilt after Christmas time and you've immediately thinking to yourself, all right, come January, I'm going on the diet. I can't do this anymore. Christmas was a wreck. I was so bad this Christmas. It's time to get back into shape. Get on track. This is going to be my healthiest year ever. All right, I need to lose so much weight. I, I am so unhealthy right now. Look at the scales. I can't even bear to look at the scales. All right. I want you to rethink your New Year's resolutions. Are your New Year's resolutions a result of your dissatisfaction for the way you look? And, you know, a lot of our New Year's resolutions are a byproduct of our hatred for ourselves because we have gained X amount of kilos over Christmas. Why not focus on how you want to feel this 2023, this new year, rather than what you actually want to look like? Okay, again, Christmas was Christmas. We're allowed to enjoy Christmas. So who cares if you, you know, gained an extra kilo this Christmas? What's more important here? Spending time with your family, enjoying food, catching up, or that one kilo that you gained from having that memory stored in your brain. What's more important here? Are you really going to let that one kilo of weight dictate your happiness, your worth? Because you are not going to be happy going on that restrictive diet. Because you're going to go back to square one because as we all know, guys, diets do not work. All right? 
setting these types of resolutions around restricting intakes, exercising, you know, needing to lose X amount of kilos, okay, really pulls us away from the bigger picture of health. All right. Health is not how you look, not how much you weigh, what types of foods you eat or the diet you're on or how you exercise, okay. Yes, they're components of it, but it's not just that, okay. Health does not mean being as small as possible, weighing X amount, exercising this amount, eating this little. Health is so much more. We have physical health, we have mental health, we have social health, environmental health, behavioural health. Why not focus on things that will make you feel better, feel healthier? All right. I want you to have a look at, you know, your intentions for the new year. And if your intentions for the new year are a result of this food guilt you're experiencing after Christmas time. And if it is, then you need to go back up to the list of the things I've just talked to you about and work through that food guilt. So you don't have to come to January being like, I need to go on this diet right now. I need to lose this amount of weight. I need to exercise three times a day now because I'm a wreck. Okay, some important reminders for you guys as well. One day of eating will not make or break your health and fitness. It's what you do over time that counts. Allow yourself to enjoy Christmas with no guilt attached. You got that? Are you going to do that for me? Because like I said, I want the very best Christmas for you where food is not ruling your every decision, not taking over your brain space, not allowing yourself to fully immerse the experience of Christmas, okay? It's not going to make or break your health, all right? It is totally okay to eat the foods that you enjoy, you know? Eating more of the foods that, you know, on a nutritional standpoint are, you know, not or don't provide the most nutritional value. It's Christmas. You know, like a part of me just wants to rage and just say, you know what, shut up diet culture. Let us just eat the food we want on Christmas without making us feel bad, okay? Just shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, ugh. Like part of me wants to just like rage right now and just be like, look, who the frick cares? It's just Christmas, guys. But look, I know it's a lot harder Okay, I know what I'm saying right now is easier said than done because I have been through it myself. I know what it feels like to feel that enraging food guilt afterwards and feeling like I need to, you know, go on Kayla Itzina's Bikini Bodyguard, January 2nd, whatever. I know what that feels like. I've done it. Okay. But as always, this podcast platform is just to inspire you guys to educate you guys and to make you more aware around you know these types of topics and these you know make you more feel more comfortable as well because sometimes you know if you do experience feel food guilt you may feel that no one else in this entire world feels the same way especially if your family has a completely normal relationship with food Just know you are not alone, 
there are so many people out there, unfortunately, but hey, like, there's not really much we can do about it, that are struggling with the same thing. And, you know, me spreading this awareness, sharing my stories, in hopes to make you feel more comfortable, more at peace with the fact that, oh, Emma's been through the same thing. It's okay, she got through it, she's fine now. I can do the same. I really hope that, that that's my biggest intention with this podcast and everything I'm doing in this space is to show that this is all possible. Food doesn't have to rule your life every waking moment of your life. Like, you're allowed to eat what it is you actually want to eat. You're allowed to give yourself full permission. Like, that is my biggest hope with doing all that I'm doing. But, you, yeah, essentially, you have done absolutely nothing wrong by enjoying all the food, all the fun, all the festivities this Christmas. So there's no reason for you to feel guilty about it because, like I said, guilt is when we've done something wrong. Like killing someone. You haven't killed someone by eating. (laughs) Eating is a human need. It's a basic human need. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Remember that? If you did psychology? We need it to survive. We're allowed to have fun too, okay? So, I really, really hope that you took something away from today's episode and I hope that within the past couple of episodes that I have produced and done for you guys, that you're all prepped, you're all primed, you're all ready to embrace Christmas this year with the right mindset, okay? The right frame of mind, approach it in a healthier manner, you know, going into Christmas Day, not feeling like you have to restrict into lead up of Christmas dinner or lunch or whatever you do. Same with afterwards, not feeling like you need to, you know, restrict or cleanse or detox, all right? Navigating food commentary, judgments, all right? Having that strength, that confidence to stand up for yourself and know that it's a reflection of them, means nothing, all right? And as always, if you guys do want or need, you know, additional help with this, reach out to me. Reach out to me. All right? Book in a consult with me. Send me an email, DM. We can chat through something, okay? I am always open. Always open to talk, to chat. Okay? Don't be afraid to reach out. Do not be afraid. I am always here, okay? There's so many channels for you to contact me through, alright? But just know that you're not alone and you can do this. You can do this. You can have the best Christmas of your absolute life this year, alright? I know it. I I have full belief in you. And I want that for you. I I am manifesting that for you. I'm sending out that energy right now. I can feel it, alright? Anyways, I truly hope that you guys have a magnificent Christmas this Sunday um wow like i said it's just come out of nowhere it's just like bim christmas time (laughs) why do i keep singing that but honestly it's just out of nowhere but i yeah i really do hope that you have a magnificent christmas i hark on about christmas so much because it is my favorite holiday in australia we don't really have a lot of holidays as to like other countries like 
Europe and Europe's not a country, it's a continent, Emma. Come on. You know what I mean? All the European countries, America, all of that sort of stuff. We have what? We have Christmas, we have Easter, we have Australia Day. Is that it? I mean, we don't even, ex no, hang on, we don't really celebrate Australia Day. Half of us do, but half of us don't because there's, like, controversy between, like, it's, you know, Stolen Land Day or because, like, and I don't want to get into it. I'm not, I'm not speaking about this on my podcast, but, like, we used to, well, I feel like a majority of us used to celebrate Australia Day, but a lot of us now are like, no, nah, no. We don't celebrate it because of the history behind it um, and our nation and all of that sort of stuff. But essentially, we just have Easter and Christmas, whereas everyone else has, like, Thanksgiving, Halloween, 4th of July, Labor Day. I mean, we have Labor Day, but we just get a day off from work. You know what I mean? Like, we don't... This is just our biggest holiday. I mean, Black Friday's a big occasion. Cyber Monday, but other than that, like... This is it for Australia. And if you're Australian listening to this, let me know if we do have any other holidays. Valentine's Day? I mean, I mean that's not big for me. I don't have anyone in my life. But, like, still, I don't even think Valentine's Day is massive. And, like, we try to get, have Halloween, like, over here, but, like, it's just not working. Like, they're trying so hard, but it's seriously not working. Uh, anyways, I am way off track. If you are interested in working with me, okay, if you're interested in seeking additional support with your health, nutrition, mindset, you know, disordered eating, sports, nutrition, performance, all of that sort of stuff, dieting, body image, look, anything like that, always, 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 the option is there to book in for a consultation with me, okay? Um, I am taking a week off from January the, not January, Jesus, December the 24th to January the 2nd, so I won't be consulting uh, for the rest of the year of, of those dates, but um, my office and availability will be back open come January 2nd, so you can book in any time after that for initial consultation, and I highly advise getting in early too, because spaces will be filling up fast, because, you know, it's New Year and people want to jump on the bandwagon and do all that fun stuff. And if you are looking at more close proximity coaching, okay, one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching, in particularly if you have a sports performance goal in mind, okay, going from underfueled to fueled, you know, fixing your mindset around how you approach nutrition and sport and that sort of stuff, one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching is the best bet for you. Um, if you would like to inquire and apply, for working together in 2023, you can check out the show notes below. You can send me a message on Instagram or you can check out my website and directly apply there or inquire there, whatever suits you best. Any questions, just send them my way. Um, but yeah, spaces will be limited coming into January of 2023. Um, so if you would like to work with me and you like would like to start on January, okay, Highly suggest doing that now so you have your spot secured. Um, but other than that, I think that's all the promotions I need to do. Have I checked off my list? Yep, 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 yep. Oh, you can follow me on Instagram. As always, it is Emma Clark underscore nutrition. You can follow me on TikTok. I am becoming more active on there at the moment. Right now, I am daily vlogging. I am doing my daily advent calendar unboxing, which is fun. And I just do random, like, videos and nutrition sort of stuff. Um, 
just to connect with more of you guys um, and provide more of my personality on there. So if you'd like to check out my TikTok in the show notes below or you can check out my username. It is just Emma Clark underscore nutrition. Um, is that all I do? I think that's all I do. I think that's all I do, guys. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap up this podcast here. We're at almost 45 minutes. I hope you enjoy Christmas. Well, Emma, that's just great. I hope you enjoy Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I'm a very awkward person, if you can tell. I really hope you guys have a fabtabulous Christmas this year. I am sending you, your friends, your family so much love, so much joy. I wish I can give you all a big fat hug. I want to give you guys so much presents. I am a giver, like 100%. I, I just want to give you all the love, all that you want this year. Sending you so much love your way. I will speak to you guys next week. Next week's episode, I am doing 2022 year in review. So I'm going to be going down my entire year of 2022. The the, the weird year it was for me, just unpacking the entirety of it. Um, Some emotions may be uh, brought to light, but hey, that's okay. That's the whole point of doing a review. So tune back in next week for that. And other than that, Have a good Christmas. Bye. Love you all.